Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not of age and are looking for answers about sex, gender, and relationships, please visit scarletteen.org. The advice given on the show is no replacement for official medical opinion. Like, really, not a replacement. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Oh, yeah. Has everyone Gosh, peed? Yes. Everyone gone to the bathroom? Yes. Not in their pants? God damn it. <laughs> Some can't help it. That's why there's... That's why dives happen. That's why dives. That's why dives happen. That's why the dips happen. Yes. <laughs> diapers. <laughs> diapers. It's like how the British people pronounce diapers. They Nappy? Pronounce, no, they pronounce like the A very, very... Like, is, the, is that a thing? Diapers. 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 It's very weird. Anyway. That, that, that sounds very weird to me because that sounds like, like some sort of like weird... I like I don't even know. Like it seems the weird. The UK but, like, people say, have like, an accent way of speaking that enunciates certain like vowels that are just bizarre. Yeah, say more. What? They have an accent way of speaking. Uh. Shut up. What's, that's what I meant. What's that all about? I said what I meant. Their accent brings out vowels. What's that like, all about? What's that all about? Eh. <laughs> all right. Some fucking like British so and my or Canadian people are gonna get mad at us. So we need to stop. Guess which one? Nick <laughs> no, is. no, it's okay. I'm Canadian. I'll apologize for all of them for you saying bad things towards them. It's okay. <laughs> you will get strongly <laughs> written apologetic letters aimed at you. <laughs> aimed at me. We're like, hey, I just, you know, just you hurt my yeah, feelings. Oh gosh, man. I was listening to your podcast, eh? And you said some things that may, you know, oh, don't you know, hurt my feelings. So I don't think it reflects too kindly on uh, on Justin Trudeau there in our Musa Day. <laughs> Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, Episode 6, the show where we answer all of your kinky questions. I am your very sick, under-the-weather host, Jasmine Starshine. And I am your co-host, Z. And joining us today is none other than the man known as Daddy McLifty, Daddy McBeardy, Daddy McTallman, what? the Canadian Lumberjack Daddy, and many other titles, otherwise known as... Niff, hey. First guest welcome. on the show, welcome. Yeah. Oh, I wish oh I had why? Why? Did you just say why? <laughs> no, no, I said oh my. I feel oh. like I've stolen a, a very precious moment. Oh. No, you're okay. No, that's actually a good it's thing. mine now. I'm going to put it on my shelf. Yeah, good. there you go. That's on your, it's on your resume now. <coughs> Ew. Ow. Oh, my lungs. Podcast interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so you are a man of many names and many stories. How did we meet initially? Uh, so we met at MFF uh, just, uh, it seems like it was yesterday, 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 yesterday. Uh, so we met at MFF. Uh, we met probably like what two or three days after like it started yeah it was like uh the second day of the con this is 2018 mm. yeah i was gonna say what year was it How uh this is 20 yeah so this is 2018 yeah. um yeah we met about the second day we uh the first time we kind of met each other uh you were standing in a lineup uh for all of our like getting our cards and our identification and all of our fancy little oh yeah registration line hell yeah oh yeah uh-huh have uh-huh. you seen the picture of me, like, in Makiku pointing up that yeah. f- 
that's where I met. Um, oh, that's funny. Niff and Ruka that's initially. Yep. One of my friends got memed uh. from the Reg line because they just have this look of utter despair. <laughs> I, I i remember the lineup being very monstrous and just i was like i remember sitting down and thinking i was like well we're kind of at the back of the line now that's when it kept going and then it went out the door and then it came back in the door and then it went down the hall <laughs> and then it went around the escalator it was everywhere yep, yep. In that big, like, empty concrete space, it's just endless. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was something. Uh, so you I guys just... meeting in the reg line, that was, like, a breath of fresh air, I bet. Like... <laughs> yeah, it was very momentarily, like, we waved to each other, but then we we met proper when I met up um, with their whole posse at uh, the Baby mm. for Meet and Greet. Oh, gross. Yeah, gross. I, I I remember I remember my main takeaway from the reg line was, hey y'all, do you want some carrots? Because because <laughs> there was this bunny person going around. They had a cowboy hat on. It's, oh my god! My subconscious god, yes. just fed me that. So I every time I about. seen them, I was just like, hey y'all, you want some carrots? <laughs> Welcome to America. Wait, were they actually handing out carrots? Yeah. Oh no shit. There's someone in a coyote skull costume uh, a couple years ago hanging out Clementines. Like, so Are you that, serious? Yeah, Aww. they actually ended up naming the character uh, Clementine. Aww. So it was really cute. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know if you know them, Brush Wolf Studios. Um, I think oh, that was Brush Wolf? That was Brush Wolf Studios. Yeah, I think they're Ohio-based. They're very talented. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Ohio. Welcome to Ohio, where all the furries come for some reason. It's, it's Ohio and Seattle. It's just yep. Seattle doesn't shut up about all their furries. It's true. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, so we've known each other for some time. We went to, um, we hung out a lot at that MFF. We went to Capcon uh, last year. That was a lot of fun. Is that the first year you all went together? Or yeah, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So oh lots yeah, because MFF's at the end of like the year. So if you guys met in yeah. 2018, it was like the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capcon yeah. 19. Okay, yeah, got you. Yeah, so we go back a ways. Um, and then I'm part of like the whole friend circle and everything. And Nif is um, the reason why we have Nif on the show is because he is a daddy dom extraordinaire and has a ton of experience in the scene. And the little scene, or yes. do you just mean like so? Do you do BDSM mostly in general? Oh, okay, I was like, so do you? So Nif, do you do like mostly daddy dom when it comes to littles, or do you have a preference? Uh, no, there's there's no real preference. Uh, I would say that mainly, primarily, I do do a daddy dom to a lot of littles because of just the kind of scene that I seem to be getting myself into. Uh, <laughs> you just kind of fall into it, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, totally. Um, it just it seemed very comfortable. Uh, the people that I deal with are adorable and amazing. <laughs> um, Aww. Very very good listeners at times and. Uh, at when times, <laughs> at times, at times. Do, I mean, do you like the times when they're not good listeners? Like, is that a? <laughs> hmm. That depends on the situation. Yeah. Really. Depends um, on if they're a good spank or not. Yeah. This is true. Uh, 
luckily I have the height to uh, do the whole over the lab thing. So that's good. <laughs> there true. you go. Yeah. You can't see it here, but Nif is uh, six four or six five or so. Oh my god. Yeah. Six four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna climb that beanstalk. <laughs> oh god damn. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing though. Being a six foot four human being and, and seeing other people taller than you, you get this weird moment where you're just like, "My God, look at that freak!" <laughs> it's like that that special moment where finally you get to understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, is this what everyone else feels like? Oh God. <laughs> I remember when Nif picked me up, and it's like, is this what it's like to be tall? You just you felt the air pressure change as he picks you up. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh. We're growing up. Uh, uppies. Uh, just uppies. Here. <laughs> that was that was something else. Uh, we so we all went to a little kind of uh, event that was supposed to take place in one of the rooms there in MFF. He was supposed little, to. Supposed to. <laughs> supposed to. Uh, the punchline is is that it was double booked for uh, leather. Oh. Uh, leather. No. Poppers. Leather poppers. A uh, pop player, just like pop play, pop play. Yeah, you would know something about that. I I've done pop play before, but not hooded or anything like that. Because the hooded people tend to go out in public, and I don't really know how I feel about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You know it's... what I mean? Like, no, that was not a shot at the putt play community. It was just like, Damn. I Shots just, fired. I mean, yeah, Shots fired. it's honestly just like, I do like pup hoods, but it's also like, I am extremely picky and I would prefer to maybe get a custom one, which would be extremely expensive. So like, mm. but you're yeah. also the person that goes, I'm not fucking puppy. I'm a mutt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a puppy though. I'm not like, I'm not that you have to get me to submit. So yeah, like, you're like <laughs> a mean snarly I'm kind mean. of mutt. I'm really mean. Yeah. So like, cause pup play usually implies that like you're very cute. subby. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh mm. no. <laughs> <laughs> so like, pet play is usually what I refer to it. But yeah, no. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Nef. Not I'll do at that all. A lot, Not but like, um, the so the party you were supposed to was double booked right. with pet play people, mm. and that was awkward. Like, or what? It was <sighs> uh. It was just a thing. So all of us kind of left the room and we were like, okay, what do we do now? We take over this other empty room. So like all these baby first spill over into this empty room and the artist, Wen stands up on the table and just takes control of the event. Like, okay, this is a meet and greet. Oh my God. And then. So it wasn't a hotel room, was it? It was, it was a, a conference room. It was a conference room in the, yeah. in the con yeah. space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause I, th- I thought you just watched some random hotel and were like, this is mine now. Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, I was hanging out with my friend um, Ruka Puddlegum, who I was. Oh, yeah. Who I was. Um, I was trying to find my way to the event and I was just feeling like very like overwhelmed. So I was just like, I think I may go back to the room. And Ruka was like, no, sit with us. We'll help you calm down. So I'm like, oh, God, thank you. Was so, this you've hung out with Ruka before then, or was this the first time? We were Twitter mutuals, but this was the first time we had ever, we were ever going to see each other in person. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I go over to them, uh, the whole squad and it's our, our friend Tonki Ruka. And then Nif is there. I love baby name, baby for names. Just 
baby fur names. I are also really said baby good. names. It was like no baby fur. Baby names. fur names are really good <laughs> because actual baby fur, actual baby names are like Hunter, Aiden, Brayden. My favorite Kayden, ones are I was gonna say Kaylee, Michaela, spelled K E I G H L Y. But it, so you guys like took over the room and you all just hung out for the first time together like at a con by chance and like became super close friends. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like <laughs> Yeah, like I, I went over, I was talking with Ruka for a bit, and then I, I turned to my left and I see Nif's chest, and then I looked up and up, and I kept looking up, and then I finally see his face, and then we make eye contact, and he goes, Hello, little one. And I just, like, <laughs> I, like, I, like, put my arms up, and, like, which is the universal the sign. The uppies. For, the uppies sign, and he's just like, whoop, and I'm like, you're like, I believe I can fly. <laughs> and I was just like, I live here now. And that's how oh we became my. very close. That's how we became very fast friends. Aww, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was super adorable. Uh, when, uh, when and Kit pretty much, we helped us take over the other room and like, they were just like, okay, so we'll go around and be degree. And I remember, I remember we were all kind of standing around. And at one point we were talking to uh, a mommy little couple and oh yeah right and at one point like i looked at the little i was like would you i was like do you like hoppies i was like is that Aww. a thing that you like <laughs> and they're just like maybe and then oh. i was just like so i so i picked them up and i said well how about now and then they did the whole little mouthy thing and they got all <laughs> quiet and they talked themselves close and i'm just like uh-huh uh-huh. Uh-huh. And see. melt. You see you've seen uh-huh. me melt before. Yes, yes, I have. You turn into like this little like tiny just I just crumple thing. Like yeah. little puddle of adorable. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we I'm, both have seen that firsthand. And see, like when I when it happens when you do it to me, I'm just like, oh no, don't touch me. Cause like I get really weird about like yeah, physical contact. Yeah, because you're not a very like touch person. So like when I And I very am when I melt them by accident, when I melt Jasmine by accident, I'm like, oh no. Abort, abort, like. <laughs> and you just like hand me off to someone else. I do usually when it happens to another <laughs> mutual friend who hopefully should be joining us for another guest episode soon. Yeah, this weekend. They, yeah, they um, I usually just pass them off to them. I'm just like, you deal with it, like, because <laughs> they're taller, That's so they, they're a tall yeah. guy too, so they're like, <laughs> I go uppies. <laughs> Oh my! So, um, as I said uh, when we started the show, I'm feeling very under the weather. So I have the entire show uh, not scripted out, but like fleshed out in show notes. We got so some I, notes. So I'm going to let you. I'm going to let Uzi <laughs> take control of most of this, but I'm still going to be like present. <laughs> Pardon me and everything. Um, I'm trying to see if we have any other announcements aside from... I was like, you definitely kick off your notes here because, like, you seem to be... No- like, <laughs> you have these things listed here. And I'm like, like, what is pronouns? Is that you asking about Nif's pronouns or are we talking about pronouns? <laughs> oh, fuck. I mi- I, I've been meaning to add, like, that's my starshine. <laughs> my pronouns are she, her. I've been meaning to put that at the oh, start for, of the like, episode. Oh, for, like, inclusivity and, keep- and yes. stuff. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. We should definitely be doing that more often. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, I still see people, like... I saw one person he I got he hymns like Wait, last oh. week in real in, well, real, in life. real life in, oh, okay. in real life so it's I thought you like on the like, internet because I was like how no. how on the on internet, the internet. No, yeah. it's just like I have titties on the internet <laughs> <laughs> and people really like them on the internet they're good titties no thank you but um so um so Lars so Z 
So Z. So Eelmutt. So, so me. So Descrot. Me. So God Cannibal. <gasps> me. We have a Dear Jazzy question. We actually have many Dear Jazzy questions this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We actually got more? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why we brought on Nif was not only did we promise we would talk about um, the caregiver side of ABDL, we also got a question to remind us to do it. And uh, that is a Discord notification. <laughs> I went bloop. It sure was. So, <laughs> so this person is asking us, uh, Dear Jazzy, in episode four, you and Z said that you wanted to talk about the power exchange dynamics in ABDL and other kinks. My question is, what does that dynamic look like in practice, and how can all parties involved keep the relationship healthy? Thanks, Mischievous in Michigan. That's a great name to sign off the question. <laughs> Mischievous in Michigan, yeah. <laughs> so, Niff, that's, that's why we brought you on, to talk about caregiver dynamics, because that's not something that as almost exclusively a sub in a little i know a ton about and you are more or less an expert yeah and i'm a switch so i just don't have a lot of practice but definitely something <laughs> i would love to learn more about <laughs> so so we're, we're talking about power dynamics so we're talking about the exchange between a sub and a dominant and ultimately however when we're talking about abdl play it's a completely different situation because mm -hmm. there's a lot of other little dynamics going on while yep. there is the power exchange, there's also this whole concept of that it's a parent and child role. So there are those kind of mannerisms that seep into the situation. Um, I would say that within this play, like maternal acts and like, uh, you know, having that kind of maternal instinct is something that benefits a lot of uh, doms in the situation. Yeah. So. Uh, a lot of those who enjoy, obviously, taking care of littles are going to be in this kind of situation. Um, the one thing that I could say about the exchange is that as a dominant in this situation, you find yourself on your toes a lot. Yeah, you do. Uh-huh. It's Yeah, because it's important to make sure you're not hurting the person, if, you know, I don't want to say under you, but the person you're caring for. Like, you know, in that sense, it's, they're under you. They're, they're like your charge, you know? Well, th that's exactly it. I mean, they are your charge. They yeah. A little looks up to you. Yep. Okay, so that, that means that you have to be there for them in a lot of different capacities. Um, like, hands down, I agree with you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like, how do I say this? Oh, you're doing great. You're good. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no, it's it's. You're kind of sliding on this one. Right. What? Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Totally. Okay, I did want to interrupt without asking no, I was first. No, like, just go ahead. Like, yeah. Um, I think one thing that's uh, really important is the reason why caregivers are a thing, is because as littles, when we're in our headspace it very much is like an altered state and as as both of you know because you have seen me small like i lose a, some motor function and yeah. some like language and everyone's like how uh, their headspace affects them is different either by choice or just by like mm. psychological like type i don't know yeah. like some people just react in different ways some people just like to be that way to let go yeah like, yeah. like when you age regress yes your mind regresses yes and yes. you know you start to lose things you know according to you, that literally i feel like the caretakers it's their 
job to like basically baby proof like <laughs> to keep yes. make sure that like you know they're not hurting themselves it like <laughs> designated driver yeah right? <laughs> and that's why i always tell you don't make me little when i drive i know and like but i i feel like i've done a good job of that but you like have. other people i have to be like like Dude, don't do that even as a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we are driving. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. It's like, uh, but yeah, like, not to baby proof the world, not, you know, but just to, yeah, designated driver is a good way to put it. That's mm. really funny. <laughs> oh, I mean, I thought I would like that. There's plastic keys you can jingle back at them now and then. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, my but... God. You just like, look at the birdie. Look at the birdie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus the thing, one of the main focuses as a as a dominant in this relationship is definitely about setting up uh an environment which promotes a lot of freedom and exploration in themselves because for a little it's about exploring in some cases uh emotions that they never had a lot of time to explore when they were younger mm-hmm. and we yeah we've definitely talked about that before how mm-hmm. it's it's therapeutic like the, the yeah. idea of the lost childhood yes yeah and I mean that the loss I would say more like second, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you come back to it and you're just like, Oh, I remember this toy and it'd be like it's like, Well, I remember you and you're like, Oh my god, my imagination's coming back and then suddenly Aww. the yeah. <laughs> That's a really good way to put it. It's but yeah, no, it's 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 about it's about creating an environment where uh the sub feels very comfortable in expressing a lot of things and mannerisms that well that most people in today's society or as an as a mature adult society member would see as like well that's incredibly childish it's like you shouldn't do that yeah it doesn't Mm. it it doesn't really matter it's like i think everyone has a way to uh, express themselves and essentially blow off steam and let go of the stresses in their life. Some people do it by hanging upside down by their ankles as someone whips them. <laughs> it's totally fine. Nice. Some others like cuddles, right? Like some people need to be stepped on and that's okay. Right? <laughs> Just don't do it with high heels. That's that's wrong. Do that. <laughs> or do it with high heels if they ask very nicely. Do it with high heels safe if you word. have practice and it's safe. You know. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I. That's why I like. I don't. I didn't want to speak about a lot of like dumb stuff on my part because like I don't have a lot of experience and even if it's just talking about these acts, I can still probably hurt someone if I give them the wrong advice. You know. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, you you spanked a you spanked a taint in your day. I I've done a couple of doming situations, but again, it's nothing like caretaking or anything like that, which is something mm-hmm. that like I would like to get more practice in with. You know, to mm-hmm. you know, I'm a switch. I want to be able to switch. You know. Well, <laughs> well as a matter of fact, I. Know a little that you can practice on. Oh, wink, yeah. wink, wonk. <laughs> but, I like it. I like it. Uh, but Niff, the picture mm. that you're painting of the interaction between a big and a little, and um, and little space, and like how you set up like physical spaces for the littles that you care for is very. Uh, this is a very innocent picture that you're painting, and I feel like a lot of the time. Um, some like antis will look at ABDL and look at age regression and they'll say they'll look at the childhood relation and think this is fetishization of 
childhood and this is problematic whereas obviously we know as big brain galaxy brain big pee pee people we already <laughs> my dick energy is enormous <laughs> no like it <laughs> we know as cultured intellectuals that that is not the case um so what say you in that regard because clearly there are some elements to abdl that are not all the way innocent and there are some kinky aspects but what what is your view on that and what is your kind of response to that notion hmm the thing about perversion or like perverting anything that's innocent is it can be really done with anything it's like thank you i suppose like <laughs> it, it, it can be done with anything like someone can pervert the hell out of a sweater and it's like, but this covers my body and keeps me warm. And yet, it's covered in cum. I'm gonna go fucking apple pie. Heavily. <laughs> uh, yeah, warm apple pie. She's my apple pie. Oh my God. <laughs> but no, like, oh yeah. But um, like I can definitely understand that. Um, but this kind of goes back to that whole notion about like furries, and it's just like, well, if uh. you're a furry, then you like to screw animals, and ha ha ha, right? So, like everyone knew of... a kid in high school who said that about furries. At oh, least yeah. one yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was always someone. And it was always um, the kid that turned out to get the first fursuit. I got more than just his first fursuit, I'm sure. Ooh. Right. No. Um... So. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. We all know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all know. But it's a it's it's a secret that everyone knows. They don't say out loud, but they know about it. Yep. Everyone knows. Yep. Mm -hmm. Everyone. <laughs> but the the thing is, is that like yes, like when you paint a a, a room and essentially uh, like infantile uh displays and colors i mean setting up like little cozy little sleep areas with pillows and like plush toys and then there's like literal terrain sets being set out it's so you can child play coded build, yeah yeah right yeah you're just like my god this is for a child and then people are just like oh my god it's for you know someone who's older and it's like no it's it's literally still a child <laughs> it's <just> like that. <laughs> literally still a child just a very big child yeah, it's, it's yeah, someone's yeah. child biologically not yes of child age anymore but like everything else is there and that's why they are sitting happily in padding like more concerned about rocking this little wooden bus into the side of their like newly constructed railway than like <laughs> freaking out about like all the nonsensical bs that culminates adult life right thank you yeah that's a good way of putting it also because like that's exactly where i was hoping you would go with it and it's like jasmine <laughs> said i'm pretty sure you said it on the show before where you're like bruh when i am like in my nappies and underneath my like my little rainbow elephant blanket in my jammies mm -hmm. watching Paw Patrol. The last thing I'm thinking about is getting railed. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and thank you for saving my throat. Cause I was about to say that anecdote again. That's, it's that's... like the, the last thing that they want to think about is thinking like, that's yeah. why this regression yep. thing happens is because they that's don't why... want to think. Right. Like... No. And, and that's what it is. Is like, they want to turn off that conditioned part of their mind. That's always on. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's, that is the adult condition. Anyone with an IQ over like 85 <laughs> might struggle with concepts, right. That like they have to deal with on a daily basis. So 
Exactly. It's, we all go through a lot of, uh, for lack of better words, tough shit in our lives. And the last <laughs> thing we want to do is to be plagued by it. Right. Get home and try to relax. You got to find ways to let it go, leave it behind. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. And that's that's why people pursue what vanillas call kinks. Uh, because <laughs> it's, it's 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 what it's you know it's it's therapeutic um it's gratifying and it's releasing for a lot of people that pursue any sort of uh you know experience outside of like oh me and becky are going to do the missionary and then we're not going to talk to each other afterwards it's going to be great <laughs> It's like, this is why I often uh, compare BDSM and other non-sexual parts of BDSM, you know, just part of the culture as being therapeutic or like, um, uh, besides therapy, uh, not stress relief, what am I trying to say? When people sit like this, meditation, meditative, meditation, oh. I was like, when people sit like this with their legs with their legs crowded, I, like I couldn't. I'm so sorry. You know sorry. when they cross their legs and hover a bit off the ground? What's yep. that again? Yeah. Uh, no, that's that, called the Skywalker. That's called being... And then you disappear uh, into the ether. Shut up. I was just going to say being a wizard. That's what being a wizard's all about. No, this is pod racing. <laughs> this is pod racing. I'm so embarrassed. Space, that was my favorite. Space wizards. Space <laughs> wizards and laser swords. Oh, but I loved the pod racing when I was a kid. It was the best part for me. I don't care what anyone says about Phantom Menace. The pod racing scene was dope as hell. Okay, Phantom Menace wasn't great. I'll admit it. It Mine. wasn't. <laughs> the pod racing was cool. <laughs> but... I mean, I'm going. I'm going to have to agree with both of you on this one. I even played the 64 game. Way Thank back you. Way. Yes. So good. <laughs> That's one of my favorite 64 games. The pod racing one was pretty hard, though. Like, I'll be honest. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was hard uh, as hell. It was good, though. It was good. It was oh yeah. Like, it was. It, it came off. It was entertainment. It wasn't good. <laughs> well, I mean, like when when you're that young, you're just like. Like your biggest concern is like getting your projects done and your homework and such, right? So yeah. you're just like, oh, I need to get this pod racer up to like 200 kilometers here, and then I gotta go <laughs> sideways. You watch out for that asshole throwing grenades at me and his big ship. A fucking Sebulba is throwing shit at me. Fucking Sebulba yes, always Sebulba. made me Thank so you. mad. Like, but then you grow yeah. up and you realize that that species is just like a very poorly or very poorly um, uh, veiled racism like trope. oh yeah yeah that's what i was trying to I say mean, welcome to george lucas's star wars oh george george just george lucas you're aware that the uh <laughs> you're aware that the genre that the cantina band was playing was space jazz otherwise known as jizz right <laughs> that's the canonical <laughs> name oh. is jizz no just... you mean the yeah that's called jizz wow that's called jizz anyway so so <laughs> no <laughs> So now uh, we're returning back into the lane of innocence now. Is that what's happening? Oh, yes. No. We're going out of the gutter. We're okay. going from talking about space jizz to talking about. So you've got. Um, so you've got this baby fur. So you've got this baby fur. So you've <laughs> what got. Do you do? So you've got. You've got this tiny, fuzzy, pudgy thing that's like smiling at you. It looks adorable. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Just so an image you... of that person shoving something in a blender. <laughs> So you've got, um, so you've got you, me, your little, our friend. So you've got a whole like gaggle of us. You have the room set up. <laughs> you make it um, sound like anywhere he goes, there's just like little little baby furs going around like little ducks. It's <laughs> not far from the truth. 
I mean, yeah. yeah. But but you have uh-huh. a let's say you have a group of us. We're in a hotel mm-hmm. room. We've got oh, pardon me. You've, we've got all of our stuff set up, and you're sitting on the couch watching all of this. What is going through um, your mind? Because obviously, we as the littles, as a sub, we're receiving very positive attention from you uh, who is playing the the dominant role in looking after us and being littles. We're like, Oh, attention. So good. But what are you receiving as, as the dominant figure in this position where, what is being exchanged in this instance? Yeah. What do I get out of it? What's, what's the deal here? Yeah. What's the, what's the deal here? What's What's the deal? What's your fucking deal, man? (laughs) Well, see, Actually, all caretakers are just necromancers. We're draining the youth oh. energy for our phylacteries. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It okay. We're all just dark magic wizards. So getting ready for your transformation to a lich. I got it. Exactly. Thank gotcha. you. Holy shit. Um, see, the thing is, is that half of what we get from it is the reward of seeing that scene in the sense that it's like... I don't want to liken us to like bird watchers and be like, oh, that's good plumage, yes, beautiful. Uh, uh, but it's like, it... it's like Pokemon. Got to collect them all. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, there are some people that do that, and that that gets that's that's very strange for everyone involved. Um, I know, I've seen it. Yeah, like there's a guy at our club who just has a bunch of puffs that are all different colors. Those are funny. Oh, that's so cute. And he has like the different color leashes for all yeah, of them. Yeah, they're all color coded. I've funny. I've seen them. They're really cute. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's a good attention to detail. It seems like that that's that's a good Pokemon master, right? There. Right. There's a difference. Yeah, he but caught yeah. them all. Yeah. There's a but... difference between that and that and what you're talking about. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, sitting there uh seeing that scene unfold where littles are feeling very comfortable they're happy their focus is on things in their immediate view right like they're playing with toys they're giggling they're having fun uh if there's a when there's more than one little around it's better because then they have someone their own age and the thing is is like from a caretaker point of view when you have a bunch of littles in the room that get along with one another mm-hmm. the thing is is that they all subconsciously act as a check for each other to help each other maintain their headspace oh right that's really true Um, i didn't think about that that's like yeah that's i just love the community part of bdsm that Mm. energy is so good (laughs) like i've talked about it before i've gushed about it before (laughs) right and it's 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 a beautiful thing right it's it really is um you know and it's 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 lovely when you can create an environment as a caretaker that sets up like clear stated boundaries, uh, you know, and gives them still freedom within their limitations, as it were, because you're treating them like they're incapable to make any sort of complex decisions. In some cases, some littles are very uh, nonverbal. Uh, yes. You know, they they regress to a state where they don't even use words. Yep, and, that's me. And, yeah, and. And us and us are, you know, your standard language. So you're sitting there like an anthropologist back in the day with your pit hat on. You're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, ah, uh, mm-hmm. Can, can you point when you do that? <laughs> it's like it's trying to speak to me. I just know it. Unka Bunga, want passy. 
Oh gosh. Yeah, and like uh, Jasmine's done that before. It, I think it was actually last MFF where you like straight up like sent a notification to the whole room and you were like, "I'm going nonverbal. Goodbye." Like, yep, <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was nice though. Like I appreciated it because that way I knew that if I was dying, not to contact you. <laughs> yep, it's just like I am going to be small. Good luck, everyone else. <laughs> Just, just this mime scene and be like, oh, are they trapped in a box? Is someone dead? <laughs> it's, it's like, Lassie's trying to tell me something. <laughs> oh, it's accurate for the pup. But, um, <laughs> but like, it's, it's rewarding as a caretaker to see just the freedom and the expression of the subs slash the littles in the room. You're um, like, I did this for them. Like <laughs> you, you, you kind of help. You can't help but feel a little bit proud about that. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's, there's, there's a feeling of satisfaction there. Um, there's also the warm fuzzies and the fact that you have someone looking up to you and in most literal senses, depending on you for even the smallest of things. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I see this as a great, like, way to fulfill that, like, I don't know, people who can't have children or just don't see them being able to handle. That's an interesting take. Keep going. Oh, I was going to mm. say, people who can't handle children, like, or just either are infertile or whatever reason they have for not being able to have children, like, financially or whatever, that seems like it would be able to fill. An, adopt a little. Like, just a, a mm. role. I don't like, adopt a little. I just, well, it's also like, you know, if you want that satisfaction, that warm feeling in your gut of just, you know, I did this, like, that mm -hmm. parental role, like, being able to, like, have a partner that also fulfills that would also be, that's just, it seems amazing to me. Like, obviously, it's not my thing, but that's just pretty cool. Like, because, mm -hmm. like, as someone who, like, personally has absolutely zero parental, <laughs> like, <laughs> No, like, I seriously, like, I struggle with, like, this thing with children. I think it actually stems from trauma, not to get dark. But, like, you know, like, chill. Yeah, I cannot yeah. handle children. Like, it freaks me out. Like, I have, I want to throw babies if somebody hands it to me. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm going to throw it. Like, yeah, I don't know no, what to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, children I mean, stress me out. Yeah. So, like, I can see that as being, like, you know, like, with littles and stuff. But, like, also caregiving cannot also, not only pertain to littles, but also to, like, other BDSM uh, cultures venn diagrams and stuff like that uh is like that does it does feel like a great warm fuzzy feeling in your gut like i get it sometimes even when i'm spanking people you're just like even <laughs> though uh, <laughs> even though my peepee's not hard i'm still feeling like i've done something good here and it's nice you know like <laughs> uh-huh oh my god i like it i like it no it's 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 definitely that kind of like fulfillment right like there's there's a very grand satisfaction about knowing that you uh helped uh you know it's it's a like weird a, feeling a to describe there, right yeah and here's a question is it similar to um is it is it is part of it like um knowing that there's someone depending on you for help like help me, I can't fill up my own sippy and I need you to help me with it. Is that part of it, like that dependence? I think that dependency is definitely a part for some caretakers. Yes. Um, like the would, idea uh, of like, I need you, that sort of thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, it's, there's, it's adorable. It, it is, right? It's, it's a heart melter, to say the least. <laughs> when littles come up to you and as a caretaker look to you for help and that could be something as simple as helping them figure out what to eat that day 
Um, it could be something more complex and adorable, like picking out their clothes. You know, then there's other levels to that as you go and you persist as well, right? Um, and it all depends on the relationship between the little and the caretaker and how deep that kind of environment goes where you start limiting their access to different things and helping them essentially Absolutely, yeah. be more dependent on you. It's like this it's like the gentlest version of Stockholm syndrome that you can pretty much put out there. I that's also what I was gonna say. I was like, I wanna play devil's advocate here and be like, what about those people who see that and think well, your fetish is essentially just having people like controlling people. Like that's your fetish, it seems like. If you want people to depend on yeah, you, and I've that's seen it. that. I've seen that take before. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. it is. It's a valid take. It's just not valid to apply it to every single relationship in such category because a lot of BDSM is all about individual contexts. Like, mm. and that's what makes it so hard to critique. Like, goddamn. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And it's like with. <laughs> With ABDL in that in this kind of scene too, a lot of people like to very drastically separate the scene play from like any sort of normal activity. Mm -hmm. There are there are lifestyle player there are lifestyle people as well who, you know, wake up, eat, breathe, and sleep this, right? Like yep. the little is in padding and that's not like something you do for a weekend and you both like have a fun time. It's like that's a part of like life that's just you know it's like you wake up in the morning you have coffee you make sure that someone never leaked in the bed last night you get them <laughs> ready for the day right you sit them down in a chair half awake feed them <laughs> Jeez, why don't you just tag me next time I, at me please like <laughs> yeah yeah i'll let you know yeah. i did not leak once in the capcom bed <laughs> i would have been mad it's true at you. In fact, That's I believe true. that was my big sister who did that. <gasps> Naughty. Call out post. I just, That's I hope, it. you all have padding and stuff, right? So if you leak in the bed, it doesn't get on the mattress, right? No, no, it doesn't get on the mattress. Okay, because I'm like, these poor hotel workers, like... <laughs> I don't, so, We tip very well. I don't think y'all are the bad ones. I just think about the other people who are, you know... Oh, there, there are bad ones. Of course. Oh, yeah. There's, a bad, there's right? bad ones in everything, you know? I mean... I remember at MFF, uh, like we were cleaning up a room. So like when we when we left, like I made sure to like even shoddily make up the bed. So it was just like here's this room that looks sort of like it was cleaned, and not by the house staff. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> all, all of our all of our trash is over in the corner like bagged up uh, yep, and then yep. of course we started hauling everything out. Um, oh my god, the made... giant bag. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting to. So like at MFF, I had to deal with three littles at the time. Technically four. There was one that was one on and off. Um, and then there was me, who was like four and a half. If you want to add me to that mix, because I was no, over I, I was actually already. I was like, wait, four and a half? Who, I'm sorry. Who was the point five again? <laughs> oh no, I'm because I wasn't rooming with you guys, but I was with you enough. And contributed I mean, to the diaper bag enough. I, I mean, I, I I added you in there, like you were you were oh. part of that equation already. Because oh. yeah, you added to the bag. I'm included. Okay, well, if you want to be included some more, what she's not telling you is the fact that after she was changed, immediate, just immediate, she just went 
again and i was just like really i literally just changed you oh my she was my, she was my first experience with that ah, <laughs> i didn't want to like pee and leak all over your hotel room so i was holding it so you just you pee so if you pee once you have to change or what like no no i, no, was, I mean i was pretty soaked at that point oh my god <laughs> And then the moment she got changed into something fresh, it was immediately soaked again. And I was like, it's probably good for one more. And then I, I must change again. Yeah. <laughs> Be God, y'all. It's see, like as a caretaker, sometimes you play this weird game of chicken when you're like, can the little survive? Can the little's padding survive another wedding? The answer is <laughs> always no. Right. That's 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 the quiet danger game the caretakers play. And they're just like, today I feel risky. <laughs> We're living on the edge. Yeah, well, I mean, literally at times, yes. Oh, mm. you are nasty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we try. We try. It's there all good, go. but I'm just mm -hmm. fucking on you. I know. I'm fucking on you, fucking with you. <laughs> couldn't fucking say. Good God. I like it. My I like lungs. It. My poor lungs. So. Yeah, no, um, eventually, like, when we were cleaning up, we brought this, we, we had this giant heavy-duty trash bag that was, like, for construction site use. Oh, my God, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, filled. It, it was, sorry, it wasn't like, it was filled. <laughs> it it was. was filled right to the top. I tied it off myself. At one point, someone might have lost something? And what? it was up to me to investigate. What? And... Oh no! Oh yeah. Niff. Was this a no, diaper it's... bag? Yes. This was a diaper. No. Bag. That yeah. that four littles were contributing to. No. Yeah. No. So did, you know what? Uh, sorry, everyone who, who who loves these kind of directions for stories, but uh, it ended very short and sweet, and I found <laughs> essentially what was lost in a suitcase nearby before i went too deep into that <laughs> void i was going to say this is Thank how some God. really disgusting works of, fi of fiction can start like seriously oh no well some people like that oh king shame. oh I some will, people like I that will, i will king shame <laughs> <laughs> yeah i will stand here and i will judge this is my judgmental look i'm doing it right now <laughs> Stand on my soapbox and judge all of you. Yeah. Set face to judgment. <laughs> Level four. <laughs> really quick, could you plug this into the into that thing down oh, there? It's not on though. Let me try to plug it. But uh I So this this massive bag that I tied off. I was just like, I'll just put this into the hallway. Now I'm used to lifting a lot of weight. Uh I lift around 70 pound objects almost daily and I hold them above hot. my head. Well, I mean, it's, it's giant wooden cabinets, but I mean, how hot can I mean, that there's be? A reason Too why hot we... and they're on fire and then I have a whole other problem. There's a reason um, why we call him the Canadian Lumberjack Daddy. <laughs> so, I go to lift this thing and it's that it's that moment from Avengers where like, oh, I'm just going to grab this hammer. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. Okay. Well, that was probably. I just. I just need my legs underneath me. Oh no, no, no. This thing is. This thing is part of the floor now. 
Oh, oh. It's, here, it's here to stay. <laughs> you gotta get the di yeah. the fucking Capcom jungle juice. Like. <laughs> oh wow! Like oh my it. god! Like were you were you not powerful enough to lift Mjolnir? I mean, I did, I did, yes, I did lift the bag, but it, it took more of like instead of grabbing the top, it was like you do one of those ones where you grab the top and then you kind of, you kind of sort of cradle it. A little you like bit. wedge, you wedge your hand underneath of it and like lift from the bottom. Yeah. Also, like <laughs> yeah, you, you you lift this giant bag of cold Play-Doh out into the hallway. Oh, oh. I thought you would that's like the that. worst visual. Oh. Bro. Oh, that's so bad. You cinched oh. your suspenders up extra tight and got the job done. <laughs> See, you're laughing, but just, this just the snap, snap of the suspenders. I got <sighs> this. Like... See, you're the so... only one laughing because I'm, I, I'm telling, I'm not telling lies. That's what happens. You're not telling lies. I'm telling lies. <sighs> yeah, I started, I, I started to rock suspenders around that time. So yeah. <laughs> Are suspenders still a part of your daily wardrobe? Y yes. Good. Yes, they, Good. they are. I'm, I may be wearing some right now. Oh yes. my god! Yes, <laughs> it makes me so. I happy. will say for the, I will say for the record though, I do not wear suspenders and a belt. Okay, good, good. <laughs> How can you trust a man that can't even trust his own pants? I was going to say, you can't wear both because that's heathenism. I was going to say, I literally just came across the whole post about this exact thing. It's right. like fake uh, hot men wearing suspenders with belts. Fuck them. Like it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can only wear one at a time. I know, but it was just really aggressively worded, so it was funny. It's almost as bad as when people wear dress uh black dress shoes with a brown dress belt god you got to match the color of leather or people who wear um ties but they're like down in their crotch yes I'm like, no! welcome to our fetish uh... podcast where we talk about how to properly dress your man look i only know about this because my i was loud that was really loud oh is that your mom that's my mom your mom's not feeling it mr krebs I, uh <laughs> she didn't like the link i sent her then why? What did you send your mother? I sent her like a cool Kickstarter, and I guess she didn't like it. So okay. fuck you. I, I thought you sent her something weird. No. I mean, I may have on accident. I hope not. I, I send my mom weird stuff all the time. Like the other day, she messaged me with a picture of um, I guess it was a bunch of these sea worms that had washed up after a storm, and so she just goes laughing my ass off, penis fish. Like, <laughs> picture of someone like cradling this very phallic shaped sea worm like Lars my lungs uh. I still have to, I'm still down with this sickness you can't do this to me I love it so we have um I feel like we what do we got I feel like we tackled that question pretty well um we do have so. a, we do have a couple other dear jazzies and I do want to the questions yeah, we have uh, three more. Oh, damn! One of the one of them's really short and funny, so I wanted to hit that one, and then we can get to the serious ones really quick. So it's this one down at the bottom of the notes. Okay, so uh, we got another. Oh man, I really like their name. <laughs> okay, so dear Jazzy, hello baby. I'm looking for a chat buddy that I can have intelligent conversations with, and I'll take care of you financially. Signed, a horny Instagram user. <laughs> Dear horny Instagram user. Wheeze. Dear horny Instagram user. Next question. 
And here it is, right here on this nice. part of the screen. Oh, really? We got a question on, uh, was this Twitter? Uh, yeah, this is from Twitter. Oh, man, it's a long one. Do you mind if I pick it up or do I? Like, yeah, you can it? pick it up. Okay. Sorry, I have really bad eyesight. Like, I wear glasses, but I'm still blind as a fucking bat. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> dear, dear Tiniest Jazzy and Z, that's so cute. I'm in, a, uh, I'm in a relationship with an adorable sub, and we communicate really well. But when it comes to telling her what to do in an authoritative manner when we play, I struggle a little, despite knowing what I tell or demand her to do is in her comfort zone. I'm pretty sure it's a symptom of my anxiety, etc., etc., but it's holding me back. How can I get my brain to shut off for just a little bit and maybe work with it while still keeping her in a very subby, obedient headspace? Signed, Lemon Curd. I mean, that's... That's a pretty valid question. Yeah. So like, I I definitely get where they're coming from with that. Like, yeah, and that's why and that's why I was really happy that this question came in as like this is perfect for Z. Yeah, because like that's that's again like I literally just talked about that where I was like I don't really want to speak from the that I guess the headspace of like a dom because I don't think that I personally have enough experience with it to be like giving advice. Pardon me for blowing my nose. Th- that into was the a mic. juicy one. Yeah. Oh, why'd you have to describe it like that? <laughs> I I just I don't want to like say I understand how doming works, but like I don't know enough to teach it. So it's like, yeah. you know, you've I, done the action, yeah. but you're not yeah. like at the instructor I level. get it, but I don't get it, if you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> But um I feel like that NIF is definitely something you could probably give advice on. I mean, I don't know if you st- have ever struggled with anxiety as a dom, but... Uh... <laughs> See, the thing is about that situation is that, you know, they're going into territory that they, as a dominant, have no experience with. So they mm-hmm. feel, it, you know, and this, it seems like if they have anxiety issues, then that only is compounded, right? Absolutely. Um, at this point, if they have very good communication, then one thing, if they haven't done it already, is set a safe word. That mm-hmm. safe word is not just for the submissive in the relationship. Yes, that yes, is yes, also, yes. It, is, it is a very important tool that gives the dominant, clear, defined boundaries. Yes. And the mm-hmm. thing is, is that through the usage of a safe word, the dominant can feel you know, more empowered to push, figure out what the limits of their submissive is. And then if there is any problem, they both have a stopgap that is there for their safety, which is the safe word. Yes. But Mm -hmm. if they have anxiety about pushing their submissive to do things, then, you know, (coughs) that safe word is there to protect them as well. So that when they do push to be like, is that too much? Well, very clearly, if the submissive is not spouting off their safe word, like, you know, it's the end times, then, you know, you know, they have not called the hard stop. They haven't called the soft stop. Uh, Some people like use different various variations and levels of safe words to let their dominant know that they're either reaching a limit. They have reached a limit or they've gone past something and they feel terribly uncomfortable. Yeah, like the green, the green, yellow, stop, red. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right? The safe word is something that is super important. Again, like I can't, I can't stress that enough. As a dominant, that is something that's, that's important because that gives you 
I won't say it gives you the boundary is something you learn over time from understanding communication and spending mm -hmm. time with your submissive. Yeah, but, right. Yeah, that's a that's a time intensive thing. Boundaries. Yeah. Exactly. But the safe word is there to help you figure out and navigate and understand these boundaries. Yeah, right? it's like if you're if your sub's not willing to say a safe word or feel comfortable with a safe word, that's definitely another conversation. Like <laughs> mm. Yeah. Sorry, but, I blew um, my nose again. No, it's no problem. I like that. It's a no segue. <laughs> uh, I really, really like where you two are going with this. And I totally agree with you. I think um, it's definitely a, a matter of uh, confidence in yourself, but also trust in your sub. And since uh, you two are communicating so well, I feel like... Um, you should be able to trust your sub to red out or yellow out of a situation that they don't like and they're not comfortable in. And you should uh, put trust in your sub that, you know, that... That they can take it. That they can take it and that they're enjoying themselves. Yeah. And then trust that if at any point they stop enjoying themselves, that they'll let you know. And then mm. that's where the confidence part comes in. And that's where you can say, like, I know I'm doing a good job because nothing is happening or myself is saying green and is saying like keep going and that's good and everything mm -hmm. i feel like it's the two parts of trust and confidence yeah i was gonna say this isn't this seems yeah. to be an issue that they both need to be working on not just an issue that the sub or the the dom needs to be mm -hmm. working on because like as the sub it is also your responsibility to make sure that your dom feels encouraged that right. they feel that they feel mm -hmm. heard that they know that they're doing a good job and like mm. in order to communicate that during play maybe they should have a conversation about the things that their dom sees is i'm doing good job you know whether that be like moaning loudly or something right. like you can as a sub i yeah. am i am my daddy's cheerleader yeah i know well just i know some people are very quiet during sex and some mm. doms can get very uneasy because they think they're doing a bad job. Right, there's do, no like haptic feedback. And, the, and that's just one example is that mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, find your method of communication and what works for you guys. Cause if you do communicate well, it seems like it shouldn't be that hard of a fix, but we don't know their relationship. So we're just here to give crappy advice. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. It would be like, they, they should just lean in and be like, oh, sweetie, uh, is it okay that, you know, if, if I'm going to use the switch on your bottom and turn it red as a stoplight, Oh. Yeah, would you mind screaming Chevrolet for me before it gets too bad? <laughs> Oldsmobile. Yeah, it's okay. No, exactly, oh though. God. Like, that's what I mean. It's like, maybe that just really... Chevrolet has just really turned them on. Oh, like... Chevrolet! Oh, Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> I personally know the sender of this question, and I swear, if if I don't receive feedback that Chevrolet is happening during your next playtime, I'm going to be so disappointed. That's the new euphemism nice. for, for Whoopi is Chevrolet. Oh, Whoopi. <laughs> Chevrolet. I like it. Sims can no longer woohoo. They can only Chevrolet. <laughs> I haven't actually oh played God. Sims, but I do know that reference. You know the patch notes I know video? The, I know the woohoo. Like, one of my favorite things is to read Sims patch notes. Sims can no longer try to woohoo with the Grim Reaper. <laughs> like, babies will no longer spontaneously catch fire or something like yeah. that. Like... <laughs> wow. But yeah, I definitely think, um, dear Lemon Curd, I think it's a matter of communicating to your sub like like we were uh like we were saying like i am having anxieties let's find a way to communicate this so in the moment 
I can feel encouraged. Yes. I can feel either encouraged yeah. or safe knowing that you are doing fine. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's a good. And speaking from a dominance point of view, like, yeah. it is not a sign of weakness to have these conversations. Like, some dominants feel that, like, they cannot have these conversations with their submissives. Like, it invalidates because... their dominance in a way exactly it invalidates them they feel weakened that they you know that they've weakened their their stance and their position within their dynamic which is by showing emotion yeah yeah unga bunga what's emotion i know and i think okay that's actually a really good thing that you brought up because like we've talked a lot about sub drop and dom drop is like just as a problem yeah just as a problem Mm -hmm. as it is and like i think it's not it's not talked about a lot because of the you know the idea that a lot of doms are men and that they have to oh high emotions and there's that whole culture of that crap so uh like dom man suck it up i (laughs) yeah yeah, like that bullshit yeah and so like you know dom drop and that's also something i feel like could relate to the question that we just answered is like dom drop is very real and maybe that that might be what they're experiencing is a little bit of like that's a good point yeah maybe you're experiencing they're feeling a little bit of like uh i'm not you know i don't have the energy spoons whatever people want to refer to it as right you know like maybe they need to do some more activities to uh to fuel that fire fuel that juice up a little bit more like yeah like i know that Mm -hmm. i always um whenever my daddy and i are done with a scene like he always asks me if i need aftercare and Mm -hmm. then after i get mine i ask him like hey do you need aftercare and usually says like he's fine or everything which still needs aftercare (laughs) even even if he says no i'm good but um from my experience as a sub the best aftercare you can give some of the best obviously and it and it varies some of the best after again it's all it's all individual contextual whatever yeah yeah. some of the best after you can give a dom is just telling them like hey i had so much fun you did a really great job and then being like really like if they are a touchy person like being like really like close and snuggly with them yeah sure like hey you beat the shit out of me but i still want to snuggle with you (laughs) i i found that doms can find that really reassuring yeah i've also found a lot of doms have issues with dom drop pertaining to um feeling like they're a bad person because of the things that they've done like you know not in a caregiver stance but doms who are violent i guess is the word we could use just because it's like you know the violent play is what they're into they've all agreed to that but like really hard play hard play is i guess another way lots of hard impact play and like Mm -hmm. afterwards they can maybe feel a little bit of guilt you know like i'm violent i'm mean i'm a bad person but like and you know reassuring them that they're having a good that you had a good time you know? right and also like and assure them like no you're not being mean you're not being violent this We're is you are valid yeah you're valid you're valid you're fucking valid yeah and um but to give lemon curd a little bit more advice is like maybe do some like team building activities, team building activities. In, the, in the sense that it's like maybe maybe try to do things that you know you both enjoy and are both confident with confident with to like practice you know to like give yourself mm-hmm. that practice of like being a better dom like mm-hmm. do things you know you're good at and be like oh man i really am good at this damn do like... some team building exercise hi my name's jazzy my, <laughs> my major is just, this i'm a freshman here at this university build your confidence man you know do whatever you need to do but like yeah just another idea yeah. i had do so... some horrendous icebreakers with your sub <laughs> no <laughs> just just buy those like crappy dice and just yes yes like <laughs> oh my god everyone is eat with clothes on eat with clothes on <laughs> Is it that that, yes. <laughs> that I really want to actually play with those dice unironically just to see, like, if, like, some fun shit could actually happen with them? Okay, I want to get 
a set like a, a couple sets of different ones and then mm. just roll them all together like <laughs> just just, just yeah. yahtzee just yahtzee time that's that's the new to bed <laughs> phrase it's yahtzee I like time it. yes exactly like, like like just make a bunch of frankenstein sets of just awful things awful combinations i just want some like really vanilla dice mixed in with some really kinky dice like <laughs> eat action the subs person diaper oh option wow. in the bathtub erotically you just already, like all five wow. in a row like you already did that by accident one time so. no i didn't eat <laughs> no. it no but there was a tub diaper incident <laughs> yes there was and i clogged the drain <laughs> shut up wow <laughs> and now niff knows about it he wow. didn't know and now he's going i did not know and now he's going to bully me about it I'm not going to bully you about it. However, I won't let you live it down because that's, I know. you know, <laughs> as a, as a caretaker, I believe it needs to be, you know, my this... job to point out things that keep you properly protected. <laughs> I just wanted to see how how big it would swell. And guess what? So it exploded. <laughs> yes. Instead. It was an entire Tykables overnight. Okay, 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 wait. Wait, I want to rewind a little bit just because, like, everyone needs to know the fact that, like, Jasmine wouldn't tell me why her bathtub was clogged for, like, a month. It was I did not tell you why my bathroom was out and of I order kept, for a month. And, like, I kept guessing. I was, like, guessing everything. I was, like, I do not know why diapers didn't occur to me until one time we were talking about how diapers work and how they have, like, that gel technology. Yeah. And I was, like, uh-huh. and I was just, like, oh, yeah. And then it just clicked and I was, like, you put a diaper down the bathtub drain, no. didn't you? <laughs> no, but the sap went down the drain. I know, it was like the little gel bits, uh. the little gel bits got stuck uh, into the drain and then expanded and yep. they clogged the fucking bathtub. And then I had Wait to turbo snake out my pee trap. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's why you asked me for plumbing advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I was like, why is she asking about like, a, <gasps> like a power snake? She was just like, she's like, so I have this clog and you know something oh. might have gummed up down there, and she was just being as vague as hell. And I'm like, just, oh, I was like, Drano or use a snake on it, right? I'm I was like, so if it's a really right tough now. mask, and it's just oh. like. She's like, well, it's really tough, and I think at this point you had actually tried a form of Drano or yeah. something. Yeah, like, I think and it's like I think you're gonna have to try the snake. Thanks a lot. And I'm like, no problem. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And, and then you're and just like, left sitting at your desk, like, oh no, what have oh. I done? Like, <laughs> what if I advised well, her on? <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, I was like, I was like, well, she wasn't like trying to melt bodies down in her bathtub and get them down the drain, so I didn't have to worry about Breaking that. She's not style. that type of person. Go. Um, I just. But it's like, so that's the, so that's why. I that's mean, that's hilarious. That's great. If I wasn't into solved. humiliation, I'd be so mad right now. I know. I was like, I'm sorry if like this is not how you wanted this to come uh, together, but like this oh, is I'm, the best. I am so fine with this. Uh, green, <laughs> green, green, and then green to you as well. So I can send green to this. you as well. Wow. <laughs> wow. Green to you and green to your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the green. No. <laughs> Let us green. Wow. I'm just. It, it was like the stupidest thing too because i think we got into talking about diaper technology because i was talking diaper about technology diaper technology we have no technology no we got so, into talking about it because of like me talking about how i used to care yeah. for my um my roaches 
mm-hmm. because they I used to because they would eat the little gel. It, it, it keeps the moisture in, and so instead of putting in like a bowl of water where they're all super stupid and they just drown in it, you give them the little gel packets. <laughs> I can you not? These fucking bugs would like dig under rocks that I would put in the water dish to like you know keep them from drowning and be like, oh no, I'm drowning more. I'm like, god damn it! Like, <laughs> it's it's nasty when you just have a soupy pile of dead roaches and so uh and then diapers came out of that and i was like wait a second it always goes back to i'm like diapers this just me. went so far out of hand like <laughs> fun fact we're going to the cleveland uh reptile and oh, insect yeah. show this weekend i totally forgot about that they have one every awesome. month yeah yeah it's pretty cool. We're going to look at some cold-blooded dudes. I might get something. I don't know if they're going to have any bugs for sale, but I definitely want to get more carnivorous plants. Ooh, yes. Yes, because my, yes. sun, my sundew is thriving. So. Ooh. So, yeah, we have, an, we have a second question from Lemon Curve. Oh, another one? Do I, are they sending us, like, live? Are they sending uh, no, this is, from, like... <laughs> this is from earlier today. Oh, okay, so it is pretty recent. Are you having issues there? Uh, like, just watching your screen God jump around, it. like... <laughs> okay, here we go. And then the special instruction should be read as well. The special instruction. Yeah, that's the second message. Yeah. Okay. This one also has hmm. to be preceded by Dear Chassis because that is how a question is asked on this show. Oh, no. I see what you mean by the special instructions. I can't believe you're going to make me say that word. You know, you say that word. Sorry. All right. So this is also from Lemon. <laughs> <laughs> you signed up to be on the show. It's true. So this is a second part question from uh, Lemon Curd, the one we were talking about earlier. Second part says, "What's the most fun or challenging article of clothing to get off someone for smexy times?" <laughs> I said it. Uh, <laughs> without sexy time. Without smexy time. Smexy time. And the it, most says, smexy- it specifically oh. says in the special instructions, and you better say smexy if you read that question. And I'm like, ah. The answer to that question. The most fun or challenging article of clothing to take off of someone. That's a two part because like fun and challenging are yeah, not synonymous. Let's, like... let's go around in a circle because for me, so so we are we talking like vanilla clothing? It's like you're like, oh no, bras are very difficult. Oh, they got latches on them. Are we question. talking like well, a, a straitjacket can be sometimes <laughs> hard to get off? You, you like know? backhand someone with your quartz watch and just <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I was gonna go like, like anything, anything goes. Just yeah, just anything you can wear that I guess could be considered clothing, which includes harnesses, I guess. But yeah. I mean, you usually put on <sighs> you put on harnesses for play, not take them off. So like the, well, for okay, smexy so, time, I feel like that insinuates like. Oh what? So like, like vanilla? Like <laughs> no, like fucking after after you get done beating up your sub when you just want to like bone them into the mattress. You know? I, the That's how I read that. Just smexy times is just such a. I just I just think of vanilla. I'm sorry. This like, is such like a seemingly simple like, question. Smexy time sounds like they they rolled rose petals on the bed and they got like very white like in the background. Yeah, exactly. Sucker for that shit. Yeah, no. See, that stuff's funny to me. Like I love that. <laughs> I am such like a romantic in that regard. I okay, love that so shit. I guess so. For we should just say that the premise of this question is that in terms of very <laughs> vanilla type sex, where you're trying to have just bone someone that you really, really enjoy. I guess so. Like generally very vanilla. We're not talking like any butt plugs or spanking or whatever here. I guess. Mm. So yeah. So what for you, Jasmine? What would be your answers? The most fun article of clothing to take off of someone i would say would be a diaper the most <laughs> challenging would be any kind of rope harness or rope setup 
Oh, man. Because not only do you have to take mm. it off, you also have to untangle it, bind it back up, and put it back where it came from because that rope is so finicky. And you have to take care oh, of it. That's true. See, I'm just thinking like clothing, clothing now, like not rope. Like yeah. rope is clothing. Rope, I no. Yes. <laughs> no. Fuck you. Rope is. No, you braid together. It's fine. Make a sweater out of it. You know. I guess. Fair enough. I wasn't. I was saying harness at the beginning of the question. We hadn't decided what the premise of the sex mexi times was yet. But like. <laughs> so let, let, let's assume that it's it's sexual in nature. So you want to have you know, you want to get down and nasty. You want to have the rough love. Yeah. Down, get down. Get get so, up and get down with the sickness. No, get up and then get back down. You have a fever. With the sickness. Uh, <laughs> oh man. See now I gotta think about my question. So while I'm thinking about it. Why doesn't Niff answer? Because I do not. Uh, okay. So this is okay. Throw me in front so you can think more. Jack. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Let's see. Um. I guess within the seed. Uh, it's always fun to take off things that have a lot of like snaps and catches on them. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. it's something that you can pace yourself with. Like, if you're in a situation where you are doing any sort of age play uh, and the submissive is wearing any sort of like, like snapped onesie. up clothing, mm. like a onesie or like uh, <laughs> even like short alls, anything like that. Ooh, yeah. Um, right. Very cute. Um, God. Sorry. Right. And. So then it's like, I think that would be pretty fun. Uh, it's definitely like, it's a, it's that moment like when, whenever you're, whenever you're laying down with someone that you truly care for. And yeah. Like, I want to make love to you. Like, I want to make you oh, feel baby. good. And, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's super it's like good I, though. Because it's like, it's like, here's my toolkit and I'm not leaving until you're a mess on that bed. Let's do this. Hell yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that's really hot. And I was, I was partially thinking to say onesie because, you know, because you have four snaps going across your crotch. And when you're laying down, getting ready for changes. Oh my week, God. It's just like, wow. there's just like, pop, there's one, and then you start getting squirmy, and then they give you the look, and then they do more, and then more buttons, until there's only one button I'm left, and you know what's coming, and then you're like, mm, like, squirming and blushing, and it's just like, oh, it's so good. That anticipation, as more and more Antis snaps go, is so good. Anticipation. <laughs> anticipation. Anticipation. Because no. you, you can quantify what happens next, because as soon as yes. those snaps run out, you don't want snacks. Yeah, because then it's like, oh no, all of a sudden, you don't have your onesie covering you anymore, oh, and you get no. blushy, oh no. See, this is just, mm. now I feel weird, because like, my answer's going to be completely different from y'all's, <laughs> like, now that I've actually like thought about it, but like, for me, <sighs> for me, the most challenging thing is, is, the, is someone who wears or binds is getting off a fucking binder. Ooh, that's whenever true. You're, <laughs> like either taking it off or like yourself or other people. It's like, it's like a literally like, okay, pause, time out, time out. All right. You gotta, you gotta like, it, just the whole thing. Mm. It's not comfortable yeah. and it's not sexy. There, and it, there's as a soon reason as it comes why... off, all the sweat just pours out from underneath your oh, tits. Yeah. Like <laughs> there's a reason why daddy and I called it a sausage casing. <laughs> It's true, especially the ones that are like full tank top. Oh, where yeah. It goes all the way down to the stomach. Like, we'd but... be getting ready to bone, and we'd be like, okay, let's get them. Oh, it's literally like you can't, you can't lay down and take off a binder, and you can't really, like, sitting down is hard, too. So you have to stand and, like, kind of shimmy your arms up, and especially if you're wearing one that's not fitted properly, you know? And like... then when you take it off, you have to itch all over. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, I have to rearrange my meat. Like,. <laughs> This sounds like some sort of medieval armor you're taking off. More here. or less. It, it kind of is. It kind of is. You need like a little squire there with just be like, 
here you go, madam. Just this wet rag. You know, <laughs> it, there's honestly almost just this, like, no this difference. Torturing bar. There's almost yeah. no difference between binders and fucking uh, uh, corsets in terms of oh, pain. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> but um, mm. my probably the most fun to take off is, and this is gonna sound so fucking vanilla, is like I love it when people doesn't matter what gender when people wear leggings or anything tight fitted yes because it's like not only can you either see or feel everything by just groping them but also like it's you can kind of like you like you guys were saying like the slow anticipation kind of like groping them up and then also maybe like peeling it off slowly yeah and if you like and if if the clothing is tight enough especially like i love it when little stupid boys were skinny jeans because they like you pull it around their knees and they're just trapped oh yeah like (laughs) okay for the consideration for the consideration for the consideration of the council (laughs) socks like thigh highs okay i thought you were gonna say okay i was about to yell at you because i'm like you are not allowed to wear socks we're having sex like when men just 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 leave on no no not like no 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 no. socks with the little garters on them that's okay that's hot oh garters is hot like you know dress no no no, i'm talking okay no but i'm talking about the men's garters for socks like the ones that go just below the knee okay but i like those Okay, and, that's totally fine. And here I was, I was talking about like. No, the, he's making fun of them. That's yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> and here I was, I was imagining. Try not to shave. I'm so sorry. No, it's I, they are really goofy looking, and I think that's why I like them is because I'm like, you look so stupid. I just want to grab them and snap them, you know, like. <laughs> and uh, here I was thinking about the the cute little pastel like stripey socks that you see little yeah, wear. Yeah, like the thigh high ones. Mm. Yeah. Those are hot. That's Those a different type. Yeah. There's socks and then there's like, you know, tubes or knee high socks is what they're yeah. called, I think. Mm. Best fucking thing I've ever seen in my life was someone wearing like thigh high socks but guarded it to the to the the side of their diaper and I was like, oh my yes. God, LOL. I'm here for this. I've, I was they, like, like of, course it to the diaper. of course it'd like, be on a diaper. Of course it'd be on a diaper. Oh my God, so good. I was just because I thought you were gonna say something fucking normal like underwear. I'm kink shaming. <laughs> no, uh, say something normal on this show. On Do you know what show, show you're on? Fuck. Oh my. God. That's, that's a good question. Yeah, that was, that was a good question. That was funny as hell. That went that went places. Yeah, that <laughs> went places. That's that. That's an interesting concept. So the thing is about ABDL in the scene too is that ABDL was representing adult baby and diaper lover, right? Yeah. And that's what represents. So the question is, is like for DLs, they would find something that incredibly attractive because it's that line where they blur kind of like a very ultra adult moment. That's like very, as some people would say, risque. Mm -hmm. And then they splash in this layer of kink, right? Right Right there. Right. Which in this case is a big diaper. Puffy, crinkly, cute, adorable. Nice. I'm Might have some nursery prints on it. Approved. Might even be more medical in fashion. Some people prefer that. Honestly, yeah. I've I thought about doing like like an M4 or something, which any ABDL listening will know what I mean when I say that. Z, you probably have no idea what the I fuck have I no mean. fucking idea what an M4 is. But like an M4 like... in like a medical play context and like a doctor role play, that could be hot. See, I like medical play. Su- I like that. Super thick. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what you need to know. Super thick and medical. Yeah. <laughs> There's an outtake from the second episode that I still have saved where Z was just like, I just want like a dentist to take his tools and like push my tongue around in my mouth. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god. 
No, I think okay. I said something about ripping my teeth out. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no, it was because nice. I went to a fucking dentist, and they did something that they had never done before, which was they took a piece of gauze and just, like, grabbed my tongue and, like, maneuvered it around to, like, look underneath it. And I was like, uh... And I, I like this? I, no, I, like, I felt weird, but I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I kind of like that. Like... <laughs> How do you <laughs> feel knowing that you blushed while your dentist was jerking no, around your I'm, tongue? No, I'm subtle about these things, but, like, I so I just straight up but asked are him. are you, though? I just asked him. I was like, yo, I've never had that done before. What was that for? And he was like, oh, it's look for, like, mouth cancer. And I was like, oh, huh. Like, that, I mean, that's cool, but also, like, what? Because like... anytime they, like, scan my mouth for old cancer, they just jam two fingers <laughs> and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no, this guy, they he just, just, like, <laughs> rip all he around just in there. gently took a piece of gauze and just, eh, like, just. <laughs> like in the cartoon, like in the cartoons where they grab a, like a dog's tongue and just kind of snap it back. Like it was weird. <laughs> Since this is an audio yeah. program, no one, no one in the audience just realized that Z and I locked eye contact and just like fucked around in our mouths with our fingers. <laughs> we were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are a very professional program. We're extremely comfortable with ourselves. We're I like it. I yes. like it. As you can tell, our production value is sky high. <laughs> Sponsored by uh, caffeine and pizza. <laughs> I like yes. it. I like it. I'm not sure if I said uh, what I find would be the most difficult piece of clothing, but now that I've given it some thought, anything with too many layers. Yeah. Which, se <laughs> which seems weird. It'd be like, it's like we're opening up those Russian dolls. It'd be like, is it is it time now? Is it time now? It's not time yet. <laughs> I don't know. At that point, I'd be kind of scared of what's under the last layer. Like <laughs> You open up the last doll, and it's just a little music box that plays the USSR national anthem. <laughs> no. Just Putin. Just little Putin. Little Putin in the middle. I like it. Just spinning around. Just <laughs> Talking like about... music box. Yeah. Talking about too many layers... What about the people with the very particular fetish for, like, puffy parkas? I feel like That's that would fetish? be difficult. Really? That's a fetish, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not surprised there's a fetish for everything, but, like, huh. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, like, as someone who has, you know, a form of ejectophilia, like, I get it. Obviously, I don't have I've, that. Is it is it, like, they see... Do they want to come on parkas, or do they just think it's sexy, the form of a person in a parka, or is it just yes? Yes, all of the above. <laughs> Depends. Depends they on the person. love winter. That's, that's, that's what I feel immediately. Like, as soon as, like, the frost comes, they're like, my God, it's time. I it's know, time. right? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's exactly what I was it's like, it's like it's, it's like people who love dressing up the one day of the year on Halloween. This is, like, their entire months. <laughs> like, they get months of this stuff. It's and their just, like, it's time. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, but for me, Halloween never really ends i'm always just like spoopy i was going to say like for us i mean we're two punks so halloween is year I, was, round. I mean like halloween's fun for us but like we always make god every year we make at least a handful of kids cry because of the fursuits that we wear oh my god like i'm the only one in the friend circle with a cute fursuit because you two have like, i thought beasts. mordecai was pretty cute he's a bright green dog mordecai like, is adorable i just thought the funniest thing was was that uh family who was like oh my god look it has dreads just like your dad <laughs> like I just again. He was like, turn around, look, it's got long dreads all the way down its back, just like your dad. I was like, Aww. oh, that's really cute. Yeah, it was really cute. This little girl had her little beads in her hair, too. Aww. Yeah, so she, but like, yeah, I don't know where the dad was. I was like, dad needs to come Halloweening and see this dog. Dad needs to come like trick him. or treating. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's it's Halloweening now, not trick or treating. <laughs> that's the verb form. <laughs> 
It's like the, the people who get mad about the the Happy Holidays thing. Oh my god! And it's Merry Christmas. It's Merry Christmas. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Blessed Yule. I got. I was picking up my medication and I got stuck behind some old fuck in the drive-through where like he had one of those stickers that said "It's Merry Christmas, not Happy Holidays," and then a bunch of Trump stickers and like all Yuck. this other stuff. They, oh, 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 my favorite one was the like. Um, uh, forget the war in the Middle East. Uh, abortion murders thousands of Americans oh, every day. Oh. And I was like, okay, Whoa. I'm out. I'm out. Yikes. <laughs> it was a lot to handle. <laughs> God has blessed you too. I have a blessed solstice. I was like, I just felt so shitty, but I was like, hopefully this man doesn't need his medication for much longer. Like, <laughs> Yeah, God. God is his blessing. I'm going to the next Walgreens. Good, we're gonna have to crop all of that out. No, nah, I'm keeping that in. We need to make the, we need to make the political stance of Jeer Jazzy very clear. <laughs> this is not playful oh, when no. we know how serious these supporters get. You know. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, it is really funny to us, but yeah. it is. Nif, thank you so much for joining us. It has been a blast. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show and hanging out with us and everything. Yeah. Absolutely no problem. Yeah. Uh, really quick before we wrap up, we do have a sponsor that we wanted to talk about oh uh mommy's panties which is run by our friend and popular furry artist haradoshan uh is going to be set up relatively soon like this year ish you guys were talking about that weren't you yeah we were talking about that yeah i remember now mommy's panties is a little service where you can custom order um a set of panties for haradoshan from hard ocean from hard yeah. ocean to wear and do whatever you want them to do they're yours they're your panties they're now. yours <laughs> you can sniff them you can wear them you can do whatever the fuck you want with them you we don't want to know what you do with them but you can buy them but you can <laughs> Boy, buy you them. sure can you can request the color the cut uh anything you want to do with them amount of time worn the things amount of time done worn. in them yes <laughs> you can commission them uh right from hard ocean if you want to get in touch with the show to ask about mommy's panties you can email dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com uh if you want to send in a question you can use that email as well you can go on to uh, at oddswithgod.com to check out uh the podcast and all of the links and figure out where to send in questions you can send them in via my dms or anything like that uh the show is an at oddswithgod.com production that's all I got. Do you have anything that you need to hype? I think you covered it pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Nif, where can people find you if you want people to find you? <laughs> uh, they can find me on Twitter at Nifflander. Um, and I think they can find me on Discord under Nephilim. And Nifflanding is spelled N-I-F. Uh, let's see. Where is that? <laughs> oh, that's on. I'll put it in the show notes. But N-I-F. Uh l-a-n-d-e-r niflander look at this knowing your letters i can spell i just wanted to make sure there weren't any uh what was it again undersquares yeah. no, there, there is no x at the end or before there is no underscores there are no hyphens yeah. and then your dis- good your discord is niflum number 7992 n-i-f-l-e-m not 7992 7992. Wow. Oh, you know your numbers too? Stop. <laughs> Don't make me shrink on the show. <laughs> Do some shapes afterwards. See if you can get ah! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Now we're done picking on one of our co hosts. <laughs> uh, 
that has been Dear Jazzy. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time. Yeet!